0: You know, I believe that anyone can make a positive difference in the world, great and small. I see it every day. And you don't have to be a celebrity or billionaire to do it. All you really need is the desire to use your unique gifts, talents, and passions, and then to simply begin. Hi, I'm Linda Mackey and welcome to The Eloquent Entrepreneur, a place where I have conversations with everyday changemakers just like you. Join us and hear inspiring stories, hard-won wisdom, and discover practical tools to help you accelerate your impact. So whatever you're doing right now, listen in and prepare to be inspired. Today I have a very special guest. Uh, She is an amazing woman who is a leader, she's a businesswoman, she's an innovator. Um, She has created so much support in the community of Victoria British Columbia where uh, we both live Um, so and she's also a mother of two and um, she is somebody I met a few years ago and I was immediately drawn to her because of her warmth and her um, just sense of community and just wanting to be of service or to be of help and so welcome Jane thank Thank you you for being on my show Um, So, tell me a bit about yourself, um, about you and your business, and what you like to do with your time, that kind of thing. (laughs) So I'm a realtor in
1: Victoria, I came to real estate from teaching. Uh, I moved here in 1999, so I've been here almost two decades now, and um, I got into real estate because I didn't have a great realtor, and I decided, Mm -hmm. okay, I wanted to see if I could do this job better. And I thought, of course, when anybody's um, going into a new profession, it looks easy from the outside, right? Yeah. And immediately, um, so I'd gone in from government, and I have a master's degree in leadership from the University of Victoria. So I knew all these people, but I wasn't established in the community. So um, having come from Toronto, where my mom was a politician and really quite central to the community that we lived in. Mm-hmm. I was used to knowing everybody and knowing everything about everybody, like a small mm-hmm. town. Yeah. So when I came to, so when I came into real estate, actually I discovered Women Network and that was the first networking group that I joined. It was a no brainer for me because of the facilitated introductions.
0: Yeah. And
1: mm-hmm. um, and I, uh, I got into I realized that people wanted to do business with me because they knew and trusted me and I realized that the work Mm -hmm. that I was doing in the community, uh, volunteering, was helping foster those relationships so I've just really kept up with that Mm -hmm. and it's really developed my network.
0: Yeah, and I think you really do set a really good example for the community and I love what you say on your website about how, I mean, the reason you start, you're the host of a a really amazing uh, vlog yourself um, called Vancouver Island Time, which I was lucky enough to be a guest. But I love that kind of that what inspired you to do that was just the sense of community and, um, you know, being able to know people and know who you're working with and just, you know, foster that um, sense of community, which I really like as well.
1: Yeah, and the whole purpose of that show was to really just introduce people in the community to people at large so we could highlight them and see how they're impacting their community as well um, and, and, and then highlight the area that they're living in so people who are purchasing or mm-hmm. selling get a testimonial from someone like you uh, who knows their area really well and loves it and can tell them what it's like to live in exactly, Victoria
0: yeah. and people love first-hand experience and um, seeing what it's like for real in real time almost <laughs> yeah and that was a that was a, like a five year project that sort of came
1: to fruition all of a sudden so it was kind of on the back burner there
0: yeah just like my show <laughs> after 10 years I'm finally doing it um So you talked a little bit about what inspired you to do your, do what you do as a career. Um, I know that you do a lot of other things in the community. So we talked about you in the network. You were the former executive managing director, and that's how I met you originally and liked you immediately. Um, And then you're also an avid rower and speed skater. Tell me a bit about that and how you kind of contribute to your community as a mentor and a teacher.
1: So I used to be a phys-ed teacher in Toronto and I um, got signed up for speed skating by my husband who thought that it would be a lot of fun for us to do a family activity. So anytime we've done sports with our kids, it's been all of us together. So yeah. uh, because I took to the skating quite quickly, they asked me to come out and coach the beginners. So I coach like up to seven-year-old kids. And... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I call them my little ducklings when they follow me around the ice. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, so with the rowing as well, uh, I rowed a long time ago in university. And so again, I took it up quickly and got into coaching that as well. So, and I do all the social media for both of those groups. Um, and that's a one way of sort of keeping front of mind and being a connector in the community.
0: Mm, That's a lot of work but it's it's worthwhile because you're you're connecting to your community but you're also being of service as well and um, you know you love your work as a realtor and you love helping people find homes so I think you're you're um, inspiring to me anyways and I'm sure a lot of other people who are going to be watching um, you know of how to not only thrive in your business but be of service at the same time yeah I think is really key
1: I think the key, actually, actually, is just to be authentic.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And just do, like, seriously, do what you love doing, and then people will be attracted to you because you're not being fake. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, like I remember when I was taking my course, somebody was talking about what watch shall I wear, and I'm like, who cares? I don't care.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well that's a big part of why I'm doing this show because it's like been 10 years in the making and I'm like okay well I can't hide behind my camera anymore and I want people to get to know me as authentically as possible but also I want to highlight, part of my work is highlighting people making a difference so that's why we're here today which is really cool. Um, So what do you think your biggest challenges or obstacles are or have been in the past on your current like career path or anything that you do um, in or outside of your business?
1: Uh, probably the biggest thing is just there's a lot of rapid change happening. Like there are new apps coming out and sort of beginning to filter out uh, the wheat from the chafe. Is that the right saying? So we're Mm. knowing what's actually important to keep doing and what I can stop doing.
0: Yeah, it can be overwhelming. I definitely feel that in my, my career as well as a photographer.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes you think, okay, the, I better start doing this. And then you realize that was a waste of time. So I, for me, I've been trying to develop a team and I realize I'm really more of a mentor than I am a, a team leader. I prefer to facilitate people's uh, development rather than lead them because mm-hmm. I like them to be independent.
0: Yeah, and I think that in some ways can be more helpful to people because I think innately we know what to do, but we just need somebody to guide us in the right direction. So that's great. Um, so what's your favorite part of your day? Uh, right now, I hate getting up early,
1: but I love rowing. Um, so just relaxing on the water and just focusing on one thing without any extraneous um, Influence—it's really—it's my favorite thing.
0: So, the, but okay. the other thing
1: I love doing, honestly, I love negotiating. Mm. So, submitting the transaction, like putting out the offer, and then seeing what I need to do to get it through.
0: And mm. one of a
1: realtor who I did a transaction with yesterday actually said, "Well, I know your transactions all go through, so I'm not worried." Yeah, and really and that comes from understanding what the buyer or seller needs
0: and mm.
1: and and uh, meeting those needs and then seeing how the house fits in with yeah, what they're purchasing.
0: Yeah, I quite I quite like it as well and it sounds like for you it's a fun process. So how would you um you know, what advice would you give to other business owners to make that business transaction or the sales process? How would you make How would you advise them on how to make it more i don't know easier for them or i don't know (laughs) so i'm i'm a certified
1: bank code trainer right yes so so uh that's sales training so what the best thing the best piece of advice i can i can give anybody is just listen Mm -hmm. and understand like what their need is versus what their want is. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people tell you what they think they want, but mm-hmm. then when when you go around and you're looking at houses or when they're giving your, you feedback, mm-hmm. is really take that in and then you can say, okay, well, I see this is important and this is important and this is important. And that's then when, right. you, when you find a house, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, that's what I find in my business too. People often don't know what they want. Um, so it's really kind of guiding them to get to know what that is at the heart of it. Like, So it is more of a need and then work around to create the need and the want together, Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs>
1: well, your use of the Pinterest was a really good tool
0: because mm-hmm. then
1: people pick out the pictures and because then they don't have to articulate it with words, they articulate it with pictures.
0: Yeah. And do you do the same thing with... Um, with with real estate? Yeah we do because we give
1: them we give them access to the portal and then we get them to choose what they like and then I'm looking for what the consistency is between each home.
0: Right. All right so when you um, work with your clients like what do you offer them and what do you what do you get personally from working with um, or sorry what do they get uh, from working with you? So
1: what I do is I, I, it doesn't matter if they're buying or selling, you know, a trailer or a a million dollar home. The purpose is to give them exemplary service. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: how we focus on that is to educate them. Mm -hmm. So when somebody is getting their house ready for sale, we'll give Mm -hmm. them um, access to a stager who will give them advice. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I don't pretend to know what I'm doing regarding staging. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other realm. <laughs> yeah. She's the bad cop and I'm the good cop. So I'll tell like I'll say to them, you know, it's okay to leave a dirty dish out once in a while, like if you have a showing, don't stress about it. That's not going to stop somebody from buying, but you know, don't leave your underwear everywhere. Yeah, sort yeah, of thing.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but what
1: what they get out of it is, I think they understand the process. We try mm-hmm. and keep them informed right from the beginning to the end.
0: And what that does
1: is it allows them to feel like they're in control and they see Mm -hmm. all the feedback so they Mm -hmm. know if they want to change their home, what Mm -hmm. they can do.
0: Exactly. So um, back to your uh, community involvement and your support of the community and how you're giving back in the world. Um, When you're doing all these things, do you, like, is there something that comes to mind that when you think about it, like, why is it important for you to be of service? Is it... Um, internal thing or is it to do with business or is it something bigger than that?
1: Uh, Well it's certainly not to do with business yeah no Um, I didn't think so (laughs) (laughs) you know when we were running EWMA Network we had a a donation every year um, towards a local entrepreneur or a group and that was very important to me that we have some sort of focus on giving back to the community And it was honestly just the way I was brought up that Mm -hmm. we were to be of service to people and Mm -hmm. um, think about the community good. So um, some of the organizations like the Victoria Hospital Foundation, I can thank Mary Lou Newbold who brought me in and she Mm -hmm. brought me in because she wanted somebody with connections to the community. Mm-hmm. And um, what I'm doing is bringing in donations, and we just raised a million dollars, which is mm-hmm. fabulous.
0: I know, I heard that's amazing, and I was happy to be a part of that as well. Yes, so thank you. You inspired me to be of service more than I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think also, yeah. you know, like at the end of the day, it's not how much money you made, it's uh, really what impact you've had. And if at the end of my life, when I look back, that's how I want to, how I want. Mm you know, my, I'm, I want my impact to be positive, and I want my kids um, to be happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if they're a doctor, or lawyer, or rocket scientist. I want them to be happy people, and... Yeah. In that's... general, you know, there's... It doesn't take much to just make a little bit of an impact.
0: Exactly, and that's one of my big sayings for my show today is, it's no matter how small, So as long as we can make an impact that's positive, it doesn't have to be, you know, um, David Suzuki level, you know, impact. It can be just a small thing that somebody can do. Um, Maybe it's once, maybe it's on a regular basis, it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, you can say, you know, I did this or I made a difference in so-and-so's life or, you know, I raised happy and healthy children. You know because mm-hmm. that's what we all want I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day <laughs> mm-hmm. um so uh I guess another question would be you know what um what ins- is there a story behind or is it just like you said you you were just brought up that way or was there a story that inspired you to do the things that you do um, well my
1: mom was a community leader she was a politician mm. in Toronto and then when I moved here uh I lived at Pearson College for 15 years and I was a house parent and I saw the, um, the students there and how they really were working to make a positive change. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, they, that and the work with um, eWomen Network and the foundation and everything just really maybe it's made me a softer person. I would say more nurturing. I'm less black and white
0: than I used to be. That mm-hmm. could be age. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we want to give as women too. Yeah. But the more you give, the more kind of maybe soft around the edges we get. We get a little bit more empathetic and compassionate, maybe.
1: Yeah. I. You know what's funny? I was very. I was a very competitive teenager, and I was told I had to be more cooperative. And then when I was a teacher, I realized that my students. I worked a lot with high school girls and my students just wanted to really belong and so mm-hmm. everything I worked towards in the class was helping people feel comfortable and belonging to their mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. and I realized like some of some of those kids in those classes they don't know the names of the other of the other girls or boys mm-hmm. and the and it you know so when I taught out here I taught summer camps and then I Was a house parent is it was really about building the community and the ties
0: Mm -hmm. So that's a very strong theme with you I hear and that you are um, you really enjoy working with young people and helping them nurture their um, Sense of self and growth in whatever direction they want to go is there um, Was that just something that happened over time or is that is there a particular incident that kind of or not incident but thing that happened, that kind of, or is it just a natural progression, maybe? Um, I think it's
1: been innate, like, even when I was in high school, I was a social director of our student, um, mm-hmm. uh, council, so <laughs> in grade 10, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which my brother was so embarrassed about, but grade 11, actually. And you know, I don't know, it's funny when you look back and you realize what's remained strong and consistent Mm -hmm. in your life. I think there are two things. One is always bringing people together Mm -hmm. and the other is also organizing people. Like when I had babies. Um, I was really afraid of being alone because I, I was on the edge of my chosen. Mm-hmm. So what I, I arranged a walking group every week.
0: Mm-hmm. we met on
1: Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. we got in our, got out our strollers and we walked around Ronda Fuca Park a couple of times and then mm-hmm. I ran um, run walk groups for the Times colonists for five years.
0: Oh wow. So look at all these things <laughs> that you're doing that are coming up due to this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's what attracted me to you in the first place. I mean, I didn't really know you very well, but I could just sense that, you know, you were very supportive and, you know, friendly right off the bat, like the first time we met in Vancouver. And the more I got to know you and seeing, you know, your, your strong value of community and bringing people together and, you know, you are a leader, but you're also, um, like you said, a mentor. And I think that's a lot, in a lot of ways, more valuable to people. So, and I see, you know, working with, um, youth and adults, like because you do a lot of work with e women still and just supporting your own um, team at at uh, uh, Briar Hill, Max comsin, you know with your whole team. Yeah. so it's um it's just part of you who you are, which is amazing and I think and very inspiring, I think for a lot of people. Um, so what advice would you give to people that perhaps want to make a difference because what I want to inspire with this show in particular is that you know we can all go to work, come home, eat and go to bed. <laughs> it's boring. Um, but what else can we do and no matter how small what is there is there something that you believe in or something that you feel strongly about or somebody is there somebody you want to help you know um, what advice would you give as because this is something that comes innately to you maybe it doesn't come innately to other people um is there something that you would say to inspire them or give advice on, okay, how to, how to get started? Or I know people say, just do it, but. Um, is Find there something? your
1: passion, mm-hmm. right? Like there's a woman who, uh, she, she started giving back, she loves cats. Mm-hmm. So she just started donating to different cat friendly organizations. And she's made a big difference. And yeah. I, I don't think it has to be human or animal or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you don't get joy at the end of the day by having a lot of money. You get, That's true. You get joy by helping people. Mm-hmm. So I think just finding out what's important to you and contributing that way. You know, mm-hmm. we what surprised me in our rowing and our speed skating group is how involved we are in each person's lives Mm -hmm. and for the guy who has cancer or the guy who has um, an immune disorder Mm -hmm. or somebody whose um, husband passes away or their mom Mm -hmm. dies you know that we're all there for one another we went to our coach's wedding Mm
0: -hmm. so it's
1: really about lifting people up and supporting them You know, and it doesn't have to be money. Um, The great thing when people say, well, you know, you make a ton of money in real estate. I don't make a ton of money in real estate, but you know what, I can contribute differently than how I would have been if I'd stayed a teacher.
0: Right, yeah, and that brings you more joy because I see you as so happy all the time. So I want what you have. (laughs) I'm on happy (laughs) juice. Um, So, do you have a favorite inspirational quote or thought that you want to share with with, um, my audience? Oh, Linda! (laughs) No pressure! (laughs)
1: Uh, I think uh, Margaret Mead uh, has a quote about, never underestimate the power that one person can make in the change in the world. Something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I get to. Yeah. I believe in that wholeheartedly as well.
1: Um, I've got that t-shirt and it's funny because my daughter, decided to wear, start wearing it
0: oh the the market Mead
1: quote oh yeah and you know every time I see a powerful t-shirt mm. um, I send my kids motivational quotes every every day or not every day but you know yeah occasionally and I also every time I see a, a, a t-shirt with a good saying that's strong I give it to my kids
0: we did a photo shoot not too long ago now and we were kind of in the works for quite a while and um, I'm just going to talk about how it all came down because you had had asked me um, if I wanted to contribute to the Victoria Hospitals Foundation I was like, yes, I'd love to do that. And so um, I ended up contributing a personal branding um, photo shoot and it went into the silent auction for the foundation, and you happened to win it, (laughs) which was pretty amazing. And I was hoping you would too, because I really wanted to work with you just as much as you wanted to work with me. Um, So I'm just curious as, you know, why why were you interested in working with me in the first place?
1: (laughs) Well, first of all, I'll tell you, it was a really great pleasure to work with you because um, I felt, I really liked the process. And um, really, the process is more important than the product. And the the process was to examine what I wanted out of it, um, rather than you me just showing up with a bunch of clothes and you saying pose like this or this or this. Mm-hmm. And you went through the interview, and I felt you're very detail oriented.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, you're high blueprint. Very high blueprint. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> blueprint nurture. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but you're uh, you know, you're interested in getting it right. And I really liked I looked at your website and I liked the um, images that you had for other people and I felt that they really mm-hmm. reflected who they were as people. And yeah. I've received similar compliments on my photos that they really do look like me as a person Mm -hmm. um, which is a high compliment because I've looked at other ones where you know uh, I'm like is one time somebody airbrushed me so I had no lines and I thought if somebody meets me in person they're gonna wonder what the
0: hell (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. you don't want people to not recognize you (laughs) when they see you in person well, that's very, um, very kind of you and, and um, for pointing that out and um, sort of, uh, what do you call it, solidifies the way I do things, so I can keep doing it that way. <laughs> um, and I should say, it's not yeah. just you, right?
1: It's you and you and a team.
0: And my team, yes. We all work together um, to create, you know, that's the whole point, and to, you know, bring out the best in my clients, like yourself. Yeah, so that you can keep doing what you're doing and attract the people that you need to attract in your life and your business, and um, keep contributing. I will. Say, I
1: will say though, it's kind of funny because when Linda was doing the um, photos, I wanted this one photo that you were kind of like, eh, whatever. And I got the one with my feet up in the air. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I threw it in. I was like, I know she's gonna want this one, so. I but threw I got it in. so
1: much feedback out of that yeah. one photo. Be- because it just shows you know my kind of irreverent fun
0: side exactly and your love of shoes i was going to say <laughs> yeah no I'm very glad and that's what I try to impart to clients as well it's not because um, often people say oh it's the photographer's job to make me look good no it's our job as a team to collaborate because I don't know everything about you um, you know and my my makeup artist doesn't know everything about you and so it's it's the, the, the subject has to admit and do as much work as a photographer in some ways, right? Yeah. So it's a collaboration um, and it's an energy exchange. So that's what I try to explain to people, you know, who say, well, it's you, you're going to make me look good, aren't you? Well, no, you're going to make yourself look good because it comes from inside. Well, I also noticed
1: that you mm-hmm. were sweating.
0: I was sweating. I was working hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy it's not easy yeah and it's not easy for the subject either especially most of my clients aren't used to having their photos taken so it is a bit intimidating it can be but i try to you know do my best to make it as fun and comfortable as possible yeah um and you know for the most part it is
1: i would say like if you're going to show the images that Mm -hmm. if anything i look really relaxed yeah and maybe she just wore me out from uh... (laughs) (laughs)
0: keep going jane (laughs) Yeah, we'll definitely be showing some of the images we do, uh, we did. And um, so I guess, I mean, we talked a little bit about you, your, you what you liked about the experience um, and the collaboration. So how are the photos working for you? I know you said you've had some good comments. How has it impacted your business or your life in general, maybe?
1: They're really great. So what I've done is I created a story around each photo and just talked about uh, the ones the one in the yellow sweater where I'm holding the coffee cup is about listening to people. Mm-hmm. Um, people have said that it, that uh, they look very authentic and um, natural. Uh, the one with the yellow sweater where I'm facing the camera. Is uh, being used as a picture for a tour company where I'm hosting a travel uh, excursion for departures
0: travel Mm, next fall.
1: (laughs) And then also being different. um, So the one with the shoes talks about how we have a different approach to real estate and it's fun. And then there's the Mm -hmm. one with the Tesla, yeah,
0: (laughs) and the red
1: shoes. And that one is um, that one talks about just being a high level of service and and, um, professionalism. So it's like they each have a different angle and Mm -hmm. I was able to create a story behind them, which really helped me, I think, sort of solidify where I stand. So the brand is not just the picture, the brand is the uh, sort of the layers behind Mm -hmm. the scenes,
0: right? The story and the personality so people can get, and that's what I, um, you know, a lot of people have a misconception about personal branding photography. It's its really about um, creating a story and letting people into who you are as a person, who you are as a business person, the what, where, why, and how of you as a realtor and as a person in the community. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important to understand um, that you know it's not just a headshot um, because a headshot to me just shows what you look like. Um, personal branding or branding photography or this is like personality driven portraiture really shows more of who you are and I think I'm really I like really I like how you just described how you are using your photos strategically and that's how we try to photograph you as well strategically so we know kind of okay well these photos are going to be here these photos are going to be there and why why are you taking these pictures and I think we were really good at collaborating on that together because you had a clear idea I think more so after we you know, went through, through the process yeah. and everything
1: and, um, you know. Well, so, you know, in the sales yeah. training, it's interesting because you want to, when you, whenever you write your content, you want to appeal to different groups. So some of those pictures will appeal to nurturers. And I realized the nurturing side really okay. came out in those photos. Yeah. But there's also the the action kind of high-level performance, people who want to mm-hmm. work with somebody who's successful.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: the, the knowledge one where I have the pen and then um, the blueprint one also with the, with the pen and the computer. So just sort of highlighting different aspects of my personality as well as servicing the needs of the
0: client. Mm-hmm. Now, have you noticed a difference? I know it's hard to tell because it's an indirect impact in your business, but do you feel like you've had a, a, a level of attraction now because of the photos or do you feel, what, do you, what, do you, what would you say the tangible results are from? actually marketing using your these photos in your marketing
1: uh i don't think i can measure it specifically because i haven't tried to but Mm -hmm. uh we definitely use it in our media um the way i expressed i think that uh what it's done is kind of elevated my the perception of people in the public eye Mm -hmm. and How I know that's working is because I'll be somewhere and somebody will say, are you Jane Johnston? And I'm like, I don't know
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw your picture. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Or something like that, right? They, um, yeah, and I think also, honestly, my assistant loves them because I'm able to use more than just one headshot.
0: Previously,
1: I've just used one headshot all the time. Yeah, so I can adapt the headshot for different situations. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and that's another thing that sets branding photography apart is that um, you have the versatility of using different photos for different things, and um, you know, it's an insidious thing, right? Um, because it actually does raise the perception and elevates you as the expert. So it's kind of happening authentically for you, twenty four seven. And that's one of the things I say is, you know, um, this photography or your portraits, your branding portraits should speak for you when you can't be there in person. It sounds like they are. Yeah. Um, so Jane Johnson, thank you so much for being here. Jane, again, is a realtor with Briar Hill Group, Remax Comoson here in Victoria. She's an award-winning uh, realtor. She's a mother of two. She has her vlog. Um, which is amazing called Vancouver Island time she's a rower and she's a speed skater and she's a mentor and she's an uplifter and in, in our community so thank you so much for being here and I look forward to having you on the show again maybe in the future sure. or maybe doing some more photos or you know seeing at you at the next events <laughs> yeah well yeah. it's
1: been a pleasure I think this is a fabulous opportunity for change makers and I appreciate it It takes a lot of time and effort to do this sort of thing so if you get the opportunity to work with Linda I would highly recommend that you do so
0: thank you so much so thanks again for joining us at the kitchen table where ideas for change emerge all it takes is one small thing to make a difference and people like Jane Johnson make it look easy but really it isn't it's just about like she said finding your passion finding what really means something to you and just doing it so enjoy your day. Thanks for joining I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Eloquent Entrepreneur Conversations with Everyday Changemakers and that you're feeling supercharged and inspired to make your positive impact in the world. Because one thing I know for sure is that together we can create a lasting legacy and ignite others to do the same. To learn more about the Eloquent Entrepreneur and more, visit my website at lindamackey.ca. Bye for now.